0: Hey everybody, welcome to Signals from the Frontline. Every Wednesday live cast here, eleven AM Pacific Standard Time. I'm your host, Reese. With me is my lowly sidekick, the Padawan to my Jedi Master, Frankius Minimus.
1: (laughs) That was all false.
0: (laughs) Oh really? (laughs) Yeah. All false. I you know, it's like it's like I'm Luke Skywalker, and you're
1: Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'll be (laughs) (laughs) Grogu. Grogu stole Star Wars. He is like the most popular character. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's like like I'm Ahsoka Tano
0: and you're, I don't know.
1: Grogu, yeah. There you go. Still Grogu. Yeah, I'll still be (laughs) Grogu.
0: Also, got a cool new shirt. Like it. Ahsoka is one of my favorite Star Wars characters, so I saw this and I had to get it. Plus, she's getting her own show, so pretty cool. Uh, Thank you for joining us, everybody, in the live show. If you do want to join the live show, you can do so at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And you can do so via YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook. So join us in the live chat. If you hear us talking to people in the chat, that is is what's going on. So if you want to join in, feel free. It's a lot of fun to interact with the show live. Mm -hmm. And, of course, brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get tabletop gaming goodies at discounted prices, all kinds of fun stuff in our web cart. Check it out, and of course, check out the Frontline Gaming podcast network. FLGn, woo! Got a new show, 40k Game Changers, brought to you by Steve Joel, who has the best voice in podcasting, in my opinion. It's ridiculous. Uh, they just had their second episode go live, and they interviewed the guys from Tabletop Titans. So check it out. Nice. Yeah, he does. Uh, he does a really good job. Yeah. First episode was. Uh, Lawrence from Tabletop Tactics, and it uh, was really popular.
1: Well, he was a professional podcaster, right? a radio host.
0: Yeah, he was a, ra- a professional radio host.
1: So yeah. he's skilled.
0: Uh, Tomodachi Express, is it live or has Reese lost it since he shaved the stash? I did. I did. Uh, Mattia Semper to Google Uh the program is awesome. Yes, it is. Thank you so much. Justin Kiefer agrees.
1: Ooh, just keep going
0: uh you know what and justin is a co-host on the sometimes uh independent characters podcast which comes and goes (laughs) sometimes they uh they cast regularly and sometimes they Carl retires and then comes back so it's a great podcast though when they do put it out
1: they're like dust in the wind
0: they are but but it's like dust in a thousand suns it it comes and it goes yeah (laughs) like a thousand great podcast though like a rubric yeah they are uh, really, really good podcast. Long running, too, actually. Long yeah. running signals.
1: Like quite a bit longer, I think.
0: I think a year or two before us. Yeah, yeah. for sure. LJ, what's up, my man in the chat? LJ runs our Star Wars Legion events. Uh, really, really good. Really good event. So obviously there's no events right now. But when we do have events, LJ and his wife and their crew put on an amazing Star Wars experience. So, if you want to come to the LVO eventually and check it out, I super recommend it. Super recommend it. Uh, and, and Sogri in the chat asks I know the supply line is broken right now, but there has been any word on GW's restocking. Um, they oh. shut down in order to build up a ba- an inventory, supposedly. Hopefully, they get back to normal soon. The last release that we had, um, the current pre order is uh, Death Guard. And we did get more than we normally get, but it was still like really minor. Like instead of getting one or two of a new release item we got five. So it's it's better. Still not still not great. It's increasing. It's increasing, yeah. So you know, hopefully hopefully they can keep up with demand. Um but uh yeah. Uh never mind Jumbo says he's been waiting since October for a handful of stuff. So yeah. 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 It's it's frustrating and it's you know, we're not knocking GW, of course. Yeah, 250% increases, is going In, We're not knocking GW because they're struggling too. I mean, they're not struggling. They had the best year they've ever had.
1: <laughs> they're struggling to keep up with demand. Right.
0: But for a store, especially stores that are just barely hanging on during the plague, um, GW products, the margin is not amazing, but they, they're obviously they're relatively expensive. So every GW product you sell is really good for a store. Not getting enough of it definitely is not helping some of these stores stay in business. But uh, PPP round two, for those of you who are store owners, definitely look into it. That program, it's what we had last year when COVID hit. It's to help pay, uh, cover payroll expenses when uh, business is down. That program just went live yesterday, Tuesday. If you're listening to this on the podcast, it was a couple days ago. So if you are a small business owner out there, definitely look into it. they're, they're saying that this one there, the budget's gonna be bigger, it shouldn't run out as quickly. So if you are an independent uh, business person that's struggling, take a look at that program, talk to your accountant, and you might be able to get some money to help stay alive.
1: Yeah, see if you qualify.
0: Yeah, we're we're definitely looking into it too, because thankfully we, uh, we've we kept, not only have we retained our employees, we've actually hired some extra ones, but payroll is brutal, especially when we're not getting enough product to sell. <laughs> uh. Speaking of which, if you'd like to support Frontline Gaming, we have a new flash sale for you. There you go. Welcome to the jungle, baby. I like it. I it's like a jungle. It. it is. It's a jungle out there. That's right. Uh, David Gordon says you guys rock. your Matt's smell. <laughs> <laughs> you smell. Get out of here. Uh, yeah. Maybe after it's they a get game table. After they get cooked, uh, they have they do have an odor to them for a little while. It goes away though. Uh, that's just a part of the manufacturing process. It's
1: hot neoprene. Yeah, it's right hot rubber. The press.
0: Yeah. So and, and they come off of when they get made, they get they get um, heated up to a very high temperature, and then the guys put them right into the bag and seal the bag. So it's like, you know,
1: nowhere to go.
0: Nowhere to go. It's like tooting in a mason jar and sealing it. Did you ever try that trick when you were a kid?
1: No. It, it works. Work. It doesn't work. It
0: does too work. No. I've done it. Um, I also tried the trick when I was a kid where you light your your toot
1: on fire. Yeah. Does that work too? Uh,
0: burn my britches <laughs> i don't recommend doing it it's not safe it is really funny though
1: <laughs> i've seen steve-o do it a couple times
0: <laughs> yeah it's when you're you know at that age 12 13 it's it's a it's a real hoot Frankie. <laughs> yeah. at 39 not as funny not it's, it's actually still really, pretty funny yes. it's really weird at this point <laughs> uh, so yes jungle is one of our more popular gaming mats if you want to Pick one up, 22% off MSRP. Comes in a wide variety of sizes to meet all your different gaming needs from small tables to big. Ooh. And I, in my opinion, I think it's one of the cooler looking mats. I have one at my gaming table at home. I use it pretty frequently. I like it. I like it a lot. Nice. It's really good. And uh, today is the last day to take advantage of the Spaceship slash Infested Spaceship FLG mat promo that we were running. So if you wanted to grab one of those, make sure to jump into the web card store.frontlinegaming.org and pick one up it's funny because spaceship is not one of our best-selling mats but it's one of those mats that when you actually see it in real life it's absolutely amazing the detail is incredible yeah
1: it prints really well
0: it print it is like some some mats it's funny like the shrunk down image just does not do it justice like jungle looks good like up close and in the smaller picture spaceship was one of the mats that when we printed it out everybody was like Holy cow! This is a, a gorgeous mat. Yeah. So uh, definitely check it out if you want to pick one up and have a more of a unique uh, setting for your next game. Give it a whirl, and it, it pairs really well with the industrial ITC terrain set. Yep. Alrighty, we already talked about it. Death Guard. Uh, it is this week's pre-order, but we sold out. Sold out in a couple minutes. Take that. So. Cool. Um, You could also sign up in our web card to be alerted via email notification when we do get it back in stock, which we should get more next week. But um, hey, 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 hey now, hey, hey, but why don't we talk about Death Guard? Uh, Frankie is a longtime Death Guard player. He's also a really good player. Not quite the world's greatest as he would claim. Fake news. Still am. Fake news. Still am. You did beat me, though.
1: Yeah, in two turns, was it?
0: One basically one turn. Yeah. I guess no, it was two turns.
1: You're right. Yeah. It was two turns. It might not be the world's greatest, but definitely the greatest in this room. I, yeah.
0: <laughs> Take that. It's not saying much though. I mean Pablo <laughs> might be insulted, but I don't care. So uh Bob. in our league, Frankie and I were undefeated in our pod, and we played uh my Deathwing versus his Harlequins. And uh, I made a really stupid move, and I knew it was stupid when I was doing it, but I didn't. Th- I didn't know how stupid it was. So uh, I split up my Deathwing army, which is always really, really dumb. And I knew it was dumb, but I. I don't know why I did it. And it was funny too because I the charge heard around the world that lost me the game. I re rolled it, and I was like, I kind of hope I fail this so I don't do this because it's really stupid. And then I, I succeeded, and then uh, Frankie just surrounded me and killed me.
1: He was like, oh, I'm outside my auras. I was like, yes, you are. I was
0: like, the Terminators aren't that tough when they don't have all the extra layers of defense. No. And it was because, like, we were looking at it, and I was like, man, if I play another turn, I'll kill a ton of your stuff, but I've already lost the game because you could just run away from me at this point. So we just shook on it. But um, you definitely – I think it was a combination of you outplayed me and I outplayed me also.
1: It's usually what happens. Yeah. I play the mind game, and then your opponent outplays themselves. So it's great.
0: You usually help people to beat you. You're too nice. Yeah. That's that's a,
1: that's a long game.
0: So uh, yeah, I mean, we didn't want to stream it because it, that would have been the dumbest game ever to, to stream. But like, my army has literally one fully painted model. and It's not based. And at, like, the, when we stream without fully painted stuff, that's all you hear. Why do you think your stuff painted? <laughs> and I'm like, shut up. We're entertaining. Why aren't
1: you, you painting? You get out.
0: Ungrateful. Pilot poop.
1: That's right. Good comeback. Thank you. Anyways, Death Guard. Uh, very interesting from what they used to be. That's for sure. I used to run close combat uh, plague marines. It's not really a thing anymore. Is it not? No, they took a. They changed a lot, right? They don't have their uh, special psychic power um, to give them mortal wounds in close combat. They have a stratagem that they can use for sixes to wound. We'll do a mortal wound. So you can still kind of do it, but not to the same degree that you would before. There's also another stratagem in here to give them plus one to wound, so you can get pretty close. The only change, or the big change is that um, you can't give every guy close combat weapons. So like, I think it's like four, you can get like six or seven guys in a 10 man unit all close combat weapons, but then you have to take some with uh, actual guns, so. That's a little bit of a downside. Um, But looking at the Poxwalkers, holy cow. They're good. Five points a model, still fearless, six up feel no pain, and then they come back to life as they kill guys or there's a stratagem to bring guys back. Um, Typhus also makes them plus one strength. So there's a lot of cool things you can do with the Poxwalkers. I think they'll be the secret sauce. You'll be seeing a lot of those on the table, grabbing objectives and stuff like that. Um, They can't... If I remember correctly, they can't outnumber your uh, Plague Marine units, so you still have to take Plague Marines. Um, which aren't bad, they have two wounds, they can still do quite a bit of damage in close combat. Um, I just don't think you'll see big blocks of Plague Marines anymore like you used to. Um, but I really like the Poxwalkers, they look great. And then, like everybody's been talking about, Mortarian, the monster he got a lot better
0: <laughs> yeah that's everyone is talking about mortarian and that yeah. he's like you know everyone's reactions to a new decks are always all over the place like hilariously i saw one quote unquote death guard expert that said that it was just a huge nerf and everyone was like Ooh. you're wrong your um and then what everyone is talking about is, is mortarian and how broken he is and how op he is and how he's going to be in every list and yada 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 What what's your take on it what's your non-hyperbolic take on it
1: <laughs> I don't think he's broken. He's 490 points, so he's really expensive. But the things that he does are just amazing. He went up to toughness 8, which was one of his weaknesses before. Um, So now he has that, which is amazing. He still has his 5-up Feel No Pain because of a Warlord trait. Um,
0: You're saying low toughness was a weakness?
1: Yes, it definitely was. Thanks. He needed the toughness 8. Thanks for that. Um, So, yeah, so he has uh, 5-up Feel No Pain still. He still has his 4-up invo. He still has a Psychic Power that can give him minus minus 1 to hit. Uh, when people are shooting at him. He, his auras, though, are super good. He has an aura that turns off your auras if he's within three inches.
0: That's extraordinarily so, strong. That's
1: excellent. He also has an aura, I believe... I can't remember what the range is on it, but um, if he gets within range, you can't re-roll your hits or wounds versus him.
0: That's insanely strong.
1: Exactly. So when you're toughness eight, and you're minus one to hit, and you can't re-roll, it's going to hurt. Um, yeah, he has... He's just a monster. He's super good. Um, and then he, he has this big bubble of minus one toughness still. Um, he still gives your other units rerolls to wound in close combat with their plague weapons. Um, he's just, he's amazing. He's, I think he's worth every point. So,
0: um, One of the tactics that I saw people who are, you know, much better at the game than me talking about was taking any kind of unit that's super fast and flying it, bombing it into your opponent's uh, army on the first turn to have all their movement. Mm -hmm. what like what do you think about that that sounds that sounds like not good to me for the game
1: yeah i think it's uh that'll definitely be problematic um especially when the game is so about going out and grabbing those objectives if you're having people's movement every single turn it's going to be pretty brutal and mortarian will be able to do that because he's so fast you can also do it with spawn you can make a nasty unit of spawn in here
0: sorry to interrupt you couldn't you just warp time morty
1: uh i don't know if he can be warp timed anymore
0: let us know in the chat be because I mean, that's like, that's bananas.
1: You might still be able to.
0: He just warp times up, halves your movement, turns off your aura.
1: <laughs> so, you'd, have to, you'd have to take a chaos detachment in order to do it. Well, yeah, I mean if, but you then, can. if it works,
0: but, like why would you ever not do that? Yeah.
1: But uh, you can take a nasty unit of chaos spawn um, in this codex. You spend stratagems ahead of time, but they get the disgustingly resilient. So they're minus one to wound or they, yeah, minus one uh, damage. damage. And they have four wounds each and they're pretty cheap. So you just run them up the table
0: and, and they get yeah, yeah. in the way.
1: You can give them the contagion rule with a stratagem. So now they're having people's movement. They're also making you minus one toughness. Like, I think the spawn are gonna be really good. Um, the possessed also look pretty strong. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a really cool codex. Um, their, their auras are like the key, right? Because their auras change the way that your opponent will be able to play against you. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see how they do. I am kind of sad that you can't take the all close combat plague marines anymore, but that's okay. I think you still make a really good list with plague marines. Um, you also can't all throw grenades anymore; they took that out of there, which was fine. The mortal wounds that you could do from that was ridiculous. You can kill a knight yeah. super easy, so well, I mean, I'm the glad knights, they changed that up.
0: Knights are nothing special right now, unfortunately. Yeah. So what's your what's your overall take on the codex? Like top tier, um, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it'll be um, top tier. I think, I think a lot of the lists will be really dependent on Mortarian uh, surviving, which isn't a given. He's he could still take a lot of damage and die um, pretty quick. So I don't know. I think I think they're probably going to be a mid tier list, um, but they definitely will catch people off guard. And if you don't have an answer for Mortarian, just like before, he'll be able to walk through your army and do a ton of damage while the rest of your guys can go grab objectives kill the little units and all that so definitely watch out for retain and all of their auras their auras are freaking nasty
0: <laughs> yeah and then it keeps getting bigger too by the end of the game you cover most of the board yeah um that's it's... that's gonna be uh wild because at the end when you're trying to do like objective grabs and stuff like you won't might not be able to yeah uh gorka, gorka marcos says he rates it quite strong to insanely strong <laughs> tomodachi express says uh sarcastically he heard it was a huge nerf Phil Kelly rub my belly responds well have you been reading my blog again so Frankie um, before we move on what what are you thinking about for a list for Death Guard
1: Um, I think you're gonna see a plague surgeon for sure so I'm gonna throw him in there he gives you feel no pain Uh, he gives you a six up um, which is great for your two wound plague marines that are minus one damage Um, so I'll definitely be throwing one of those in there he can also heal guys uh, bring guys back um mortarian i'll probably take a big unit of spawn and then a bunch of poxwalkers.
0: walkers nice
1: i love the poxwalker walker models too they're really cool
0: they are so. very very characterful yeah uh red moncus says he f- he's heard blight hallows got quite the upgrade yes they did mm. marcos castellanos likes my shirt thank you there you go and uh dan moose uh, was talking about other armies that can turn off auras like admech uh death guard and then don't forget night lords can also do it oh that was what made them cool for a little while Nightlords haven't really been good since third edition yeah it's been a long time it's been a long time well make sure to check out death guard be prepared for them uh it looks it looks like with you know the vaccines rolling out slower than i think everybody would hope um but i think we're coming to a point where we're going to kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel hopefully yeah and um you know hopefully events will start happening again although we did have quite a few events actually in the last You're nothing like normal, of course, but hopefully springtime, summertime, we'll be back in action. We'll see. So get ready. Maybe run a couple practice games against Death Guards just so that you don't get caught with your uh, uh, pants down the first time you play them, which is always- um,
1: It's usually um, what happens when you play something for the first time. Yeah, you
0: usually get pantsed. Yeah. Usually get pantsed. Um, So let's move on because, oh baby,
1: GW previewed some
0: new models and man are they cool what is that so first of all we got a little preview of a foot of a titan uh i'm gonna guess it's for adeptus titanicus and that it is exactly that it's a some sort of like a Porphyrion or something like that
1: it's a stubber coming out of its knee
0: i hope there's another
1: stubber a little bit higher If you know what i'm saying (laughs)
0: <laughs> you picked up. Back <laughs> like on his thigh. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I know what you're saying. Yeah,
1: there's an area where it belongs.
0: So I mean that. I mean that to me looks like it's probably a Titanicus It might be a Forge World model. I highly doubt it's a new plastic knight for 40k, but it could be. Maybe it is. Ooh, baby. So make sure to tune in Saturday the 23rd at 145 GMT. Queen, which meantime chops <laughs> to <laughs> the Warhammer community page so that you too. Can discover what this is. But let's talk about okay. the models that have been previewed because well, holy so cool, dude. Holy free holies, these two vampire accounts models, which it looks like they are a war band for uh, Warhammer Underworlds. And man, do they look amazing. Yeah. Like, absolutely love these models. The dual-wielding vampire S. So good. Super duper badass. Lots of character. Um, and the not other, as good. The vampire lord with the mace and then the bat the filled hair. I actually like the hair. I think it's cool. I
1: think it's so silly. Like what is it? You just got these bats that follow him around and carry his hair for him.
0: I think they're like flying out of his hair.
1: Ooh. Maybe.
0: I can't tell if it's a guy or a girl. Let's not assume they're gender. Okay, it. bro. In the in Warhammer Underworlds, anything goes. So you never know. My only critique with it is the mace is comically too large.
1: It's a vampire.
0: But the thing it's is, super like, strong. blunt weapons aren't, that's not, like I, like, I can't stand the Sigmarine's stupidly oversized hammers either. Like, they just look I dumb. Mean, it's great. They just look stupid to me. They
1: would look dumb if they were smaller.
0: No, they wouldn't. They're, like,
1: this big on this big old staff. Like,
0: well, they're, they're, like, Come on. they're so comically oversized that they look stupid to me. Um, but that's just me, right? Like, if, if other people like them, that's cool. Yeah,
1: you're wrong, but it's all right.
0: Well, you know what, Frankie? You hurt my feelings. <laughs> so You know me. what? You
1: can use a small mace. I'll use a big mace.
0: It just, it just looks stupid. I think it looks to great. me. Like, it's just it's too big. It's just, like, comically oversized. I don't like it. Like Size if you cut,
1: matters, Reese. If
0: you cut it down to the second little nub on the, the head of the mace, that would look cool. To me.
1: It would look more realistic. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> blunt weapons, the whole point is that they transfer force to a very small surface area. That's how they function. Yeah,
1: that's why it's got points at the very tip.
0: So, like, the, the Sigmarine... I mean, in this instance, if you could actually swing that thing around, it would be very effective. But um, it's absurd. It's Sauron's Mace. <laughs> yeah, it is Sauron's Mace. But Red Redmonkis in the chat says that it's Sauron's maze. That I could get behind that because he's, like, a god, right? Like, so then, sure totally makes sense but like the sigmarine or the the it's funny i call them sigmarine so much i forget what they're Stormcast actually called.
1: Yeah.
0: the huge head of the hammer actually makes it less effective like
1: but it looks cooler it
0: doesn't look cool it looks stupid you're wrong i am not wrong just like the bats look dumb like if you swung that bats. thing it would instantly bend the haft of the hammer it would just yeah. go Burr.
1: but it'd be effective because it would just destroy somebody <laughs> kill one person and then you have to get a new hammer all right Uh,
0: it'd have to be really light metal in order for it to function which makes it completely pointless
1: but yeah uh, (laughs) kicker saying the armor is awesome yeah the armor on this vampire is incredible and the shield is badass
0: yeah i do like the shield too yeah Yeah, the, the composition of the model is really really good um super super fan of it and these ones the next ones for the luminous realm lords uh have caused some uh, strong feelings both ways. I personally absolutely love the cavalry models. The the nope. melee version, I think, even looks better. But the Archer, I looked at it and immediately thought of Princess Mononoke, or Mononoke, uh, depending on how you pronounce it.
1: It's a totally original idea, Reese.
0: I love it. I they think they get look it good. They anywhere. I like these weird kangaroo
1: no. things. Oh, I think so they're bad. great. So bad. You're. If they put fur on it; it'd be like Star Wars.
0: All right, never mind. Jumbo wins today's comments. He said those bats have COVID twenty. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Well I mean, it would. It'd be funny in like year, several years from now, when yeah, the tragedy of what's past. currently occurring yeah. is past. But that would be funny if that was a, a special attack.
1: It's a special rule. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's terrible.
0: He gives you the Rona oh, no. <laughs> from the bats. Uh, or maybe that's how he died and became a vampire.
1: <laughs> that's probably what happened. He's uh, going down a dark that's, place. That's a
0: morbid joke. Perhaps in bad taste, but it made me laugh. I have a very dark sense of humor.
1: Kangaroo uh, riders. I like them. No.
0: Yeah, wrong. If they had
1: boxing gloves on. Oh. Um, now we're talking. Sure. Now we're sure. talking. Sure. Go teching on this. I'm I think they in. look
0: absolutely phenomenal. I love it. I love the creativity. Um, super original. The hats are still so dumb <laughs> on these models. Like, yeah. why does he have an antelope on top of his tall, pointy hat? It's like,
1: not an antelope. That's a kangaroo. That's a battle kangaroo.
0: It's an antelope. his helmet. <laughs> I just, the hats are so dumb. Like, they're just way too over the top.
1: Yeah. Right, like, they are ridiculous. You know
0: how uncomfortable that hat would oh, be would to wear be on riding on a kangaroo? If you lose your balance, you're falling off. You break your He's neck. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So every time that thing jumps, the hat falls forward, and he's just like aiming blind, just shooting <laughs> arrows in every direction. It just, I don't, know, I'm, the hat, that's, that's dumb. But everything else about the model I love, and then the melee version where it's some sort of a knight.
1: This is cool.
0: Yeah, the On melee the, one
1: is awesome.
0: He, it's like a, it's like a cow horse. I
1: don't know what it is, but it's cool.
0: Dang, I love everything about it, and cool. then the the knight riding it is just the coolest.
1: It's super cool. Love it. It's a great model.
0: Very very good. Uh, and then we also got some previews of some uh, Tau Remora drones for Aeronautica Imperialis. Less cool. Ah, uh, they're cute. Look, look at those little guys. Look at those,
1: look at those little fierce guys. The base is way bigger than the model. Pew, pew, pew. Probably 50 bucks each.
0: Uh, you know what? That's a steal. <laughs> so you get two. You get two for, for the hundred, but you save clicks.
1: Oh, that's a bundle deal, baby. There you
0: go. That is a GW discount. Saves <laughs> you clicks. Prevents. Carpal Tunnel Syndrome.
1: There you go. That's worth double the price. (laughs) It might as well be triple the price. Uh,
0: So some really cool models previewed. Can't wait to get those out. And let's talk about the Las Vegas Nopen, which is going to be a virtual event taking place instead of the Las Vegas Open. It is a charity. All the money that is generated will be donated to a COVID-19 uh, a charity to help get us past this lame disease that has really put a cramp on a lot of things um, we're running a promotion along with this to raise awareness for the las vegas and open now this will be the last weekend in january when the uh, las vegas open would have been the 30th and the 31st of january make sure to check out the website you can support it by buying merch for it and uh, all, like I said, all the money goes to a COVID-19 charity. But to enter into the contest that we're doing to uh, help raise awareness for it and for the good cause, you can win a $1,000 shopping spree in our web cart. All you have to do is click on the link, head on over to the contest page, and you can basically just click buttons. Um, check out the people that are helping run it, which you know goes. Uh, runs the gamut. There's a ton of different content creators from all around the world who are participating to help make the Las Vegas Open happen So basically by just checking out all of their social media our social media All kinds of fun stuff really really easy Every time you take an action like that you get additional entries into the contest the winner of the $1,000 shopping spree will be announced live on the Las Vegas Open on Sunday January 31st so make sure to check that out. It Ooh. is a good cause run by some really, really good people. Not yep. us.
1: Not us. Good people. <laughs> people that
0: don't make jokes about COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> Much better people than us. No, so yeah, make you sure you check it
1: about out. about COVID-20. COVID-20. You're right. making that's, jokes about the future.
0: That is a better joke. Uh, also, there's going to be an announcement made on the Las Vegas Open stream about where the Las Vegas Open 2022 is going to be held. We're in a new venue. We're really excited. It's gonna be quite the level up uh, from where we've been for the last few years. Uh, Yes, Shane, Saunders, anyone, it's an international event. Anyone can enter um, into the contest. So we're really excited. The new venue is is significantly bigger, but it's also significantly better in the way it's laid out. So we're really, really excited for that. The Las Vegas Open 2022 is gonna come back with a fury. It's going to be amazing can't wait and we're also announcing something brand new on the las vegas open so make sure to check it out uh something really exciting regarding flg events giving you a little teaser really excited for that too and it's uh hopefully it's going to it's flexible it's going to allow us to uh keep the keep the ship sailing during these turbulent times
1: yeah but Um, definitely check it out two weeks Reese will be on there playing live games with Pablo. I'm I will, just kidding. He I won't be not, playing live games. I
0: will not be doing that.
1: <laughs> I'm so the mad. hype man. <laughs> you ain't no hype man. I'm the hype man. You're not doing, you're not doing the
0: fist thing. If the Las Vegas and open is a hip hop concert, I'm like the guy's cousin that's in the back swinging a t-shirt in a circle.
1: While drinking a bottle. Yeah. That He just got up on stage
0: because he's friends with the, with the main guy. That's me. <laughs> that's you. I'm doing the hype. You're the getting back. all the girls up on the
1: stage. Yeah. My, yeah. Yeah. That's right, my job. Yeah. yeah.
0: See? Play an important role. You know what I mean? It
1: is. It's very important.
0: Uh, Panzer Panda asks, can we bring our own drinks to the Las Vegas Open? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, Christopher Dorfler asks about his Las Vegas Open 2021 ticket. Yes, we are processing those. So just to be transparent with everybody, we, we have to do them little by little. Uh, we're doing like a certain number per day. And the reason that we're doing that is because we literally cannot process all the refunds at the same time. It totally screws up our cash flow as a business. It's too much money leaving the bank account at one time. So we're, we're processing them every day. We process a chunk of them so that it doesn't hurt the business. Um, so we apologize for that. We appreciate your patience. It's a crummy situation. Nobody's stoked about not being able to do the Las Vegas Open and uh, we really appreciate everybody's patience you will uh, we've already done a huge chunk of them
1: yeah we're i think we're about 75 percent done so yeah um we should be done i think before the las vegas open but if not it'll be like a week after so
0: yeah so yeah just just be patient we're really sorry for the delays it's just you know there was over a thousand transactions that we had to manually process yep so it's a huge pain in the butt um and like i said just the way you know way businesses function is that every day money comes in and goes out, and you know you have to cover payroll, rent, all this stuff. So coughing up a huge chunk of money at once puts you in a really bad position as a business to continue functioning the way you need to function. So instead of money coming in from the Las Vegas opening, it's going out. So it's a double whammy for the company. Um, d- the, during this period of time, we'd actually be selling a lot of tickets. Yeah. So. It is the reality of trying to manage a business and not go out of business. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If I magic Mike, never mind, Johnbo will donate sixty nine bucks. Ooh. Check out my OnlyFans. Are those
1: Canadian dollars?
0: If it's a Canadian buck, it goes further. (laughs)
1: Because it's
0: it's a loony or a toony. (laughs) Ooh. We we peed our pants when we found out that there is actually a toony. Oh my God. And then they were going to call it a doubloony and they didn't
1: Ah, uh, That was missed, a missed opportunity for missed sure Missed
0: opportunity, yeah. Canada You could have had a currency doubloony. called a doubloony. That would have been so good oh, uh, man. Shane Saunders talks about he wants uh, Ogren with Ripper Guns to get some love You know what the problem with, with Ogren is not their points cost Although if you make them cheap, cheap enough they're going to be good It's their crappy save That is what has always held them back, in my opinion. Right? Like, Bolgren are amazing now after the FAQ. They were amazing before the FAQ. But Ogren, I've always found that the thing that makes them not super good is just the fact that they have the crappiest armor save. Yep. That's it. Because right now, I think you can can make a really strong argument for taking three-man units of Ogren because they're cheap to just park on an objective and shoot stuff. But it's just they just they They're, die
1: so fast yeah
0: they die so fast like being t5 with three wounds is not that great anymore no right like i look at my deathwing terminator and i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> not no no so i mean if they were really really cheap i i think you could make a strong argument to drop them down to 30 or even lower just because they just melt when you shoot them yeah um or feel no pain red Monkus says yeah that would be great that would help the bull gun with Feel no pain might be a bit much though. <laughs> uh they need something the ogre need a little something extra and i I think everybody would like to see them on the table because they're cool yeah again again, it goes down to that the logic of well they're wearing like a tank top so give them
1: (laughs) like so what they got tough skin come on
0: you know what they should get minus one damage just give it to everybody
1: there you go everybody gets it yeah take that chaos
0: uh chuck crow asks when are armager warglaives coming back in stock we don't know it's a good question we don't know like so the way that it, the way it works with G dubs is we put in our order every week and who knows what we get it's a guessing game who knows it's a it's like it's like Christmas it's like negative christmas you you put in your your your
1: list your eat, list and eat. then Santa's like here's a of
0: lump of coal for you sir My man yeah G w's been having trouble uh keeping up with demand and so we put in our order every week and you get what you get so Unfortunately, I don't know when anything is coming back into stock Uh, and they're doing their best. Again, we're not trying to be too negative. Yeah, they're they're trying to to do their best. All right. Let's take a look at the ITC. Again, it's been pretty quiet due to, you know, coming out of the holidays and COVID and all that other stuff. Um, But there has been some events. So let's take a look. 40K, current competitive track, top five. Dan Sammons hoping to be the Corona King still in first place. (laughs) followed We're by not. colin mcdade ken knox vip vj and rude steen bakers uh, as we've been saying there's a really big event coming up in australia because the aussies Ooh. they handled everything better than than a lot of other places did and they have a big uh big tournament coming up on the same weekend that the LVL would have been and it's over 100 people for 40k nice so they'll they'll probably shake up the rankings quite a bit. So we might have we might have a big uh, surprise here at the very end. And uh, the last day to submit results for the ITC 2020 uh, asterisk sad season will be the the first. Will be Monday, uh, February first. So yeah. Never mind. Jumbo says <laughs> the ITC trophy this year should be a six pack of Corona. <laughs> you're on fire today, there man. That's there. another good one. I'm crushing it. Uh, hobby track. Current, 40K, top five, James James Weston in first, Marshall Peterson in second, followed by Jeremiah Pettit, Scott Boucher, and James Kelling. Age of Sigmar, current competitive track, top five. Matt Beasley, Anthony Trentinelli, William Sohaley, Jordan Duncan, and Gareth Thomas in fifth. Hobby track, I'm not gonna mess it up this time. (laughs) Top five, Russell Tanner in first for Age of Sigmar. Second place, tied. Bill Reeves and Adam It Only took me about 50 tries. Uh, matt abbott in fourth dan sanchez in fifth what up mike lundberg in the chat kill team top five rudy pertu ta taninen in first coming hot out of spain
1: I love how all the hard names at the very end <laughs> it's all the last ones
0: it's all spanish players <laughs> And I'm like, these are so they are beautiful names. But <laughs> they they're, are
1: gorgeous names. They're hard to say.
0: Man. John Sow in second. Lucas Caron in third. Angel Alvarez Serrano in fourth. And Carlos Paz in fifth. Did I forget one? Did I skip one? Oh, yeah. Underwards. Probably. Ivan yeah. Cho in first. Glendine <laughs> in second. Jonathan Colson in third. Cody Anler in fourth. Michael Melody in fifth.
1: Did you really skip one? Like, I don't think that counts as skipping. It was kind of just...
0: Nah. Nah. Scrolled. Nah. <laughs> all right fire some questions our way
1: do it do it now
0: roll them r says mason 859 yeah i i always feel like an idiot when i try to roll the r like when you're speaking spanish i'm like no <laughs> no like the l and the n-ye and the ere i always feel like a dumbass when i try and do it
1: they it's just like, like look at you like what like, <laughs> what are you trying to say you're like uh
0: it's it, i feel like it's like when uh super weeby people like, speak Japanese, but they try way too hard. Mm. You know what I mean? And they're like, uh, sayonara, and they get super into it, and you're like, bro, stop. Like, you, just or, down. Like, The worst is when they drop a Japanese word when they're speaking English, Ooh. but then they super emphasize the Japanese part. You're like, dude, stop. You're trying too hard.
1: I like it. Yeah.
0: Risio cannot roll his R's.
1: Negative.
0: I, I, I suck at it. Cruz Hammer, will it ever happen again? Mike Lundberg, yeah, I got pushed back to the coming summer.
1: Ben Schmilmer.
0: And oh, uh, it right. looks really fun this year. It it, is it I a think,
1: Caribbean? I think it's supposed to be a Caribbean it one.
0: Is, yeah, I think it goes from Galveston.
1: Is it supposed to be this year?
0: Yeah, it's this summer oh, coming oh, up.
1: Oh, oh, oh. I'm gonna sign it.
0: Yeah, Cruise Hammer is super fun for anybody. Uh, ben Schmuller in the chat is the head coordinator. And uh, yeah, it's super duper fun. I, I totally recommend it. Especially if we can actually do it this year, which summertime might be, um, Hopefully. Might be fair. That would be a great way to get back out in the world and see everybody. Yeah. And uh, I think August might be a safe bet. We'll see. I hope so. We'll see. Phil Kelly says, my girlfriend's Portuguese. I don't stand a chance in my state school British accent. (laughs) I dated a girl that was Brazilian that learned English in Australia. It was the weirdest accent I've ever heard. Because she spoke – her English had an Australian accent, but she also had a Brazilian accent. It was like – So I was like so confused all the time. Her name Uh, was Kelly too. I was like, how? How is your name Kelly? And her mom, she said her mom was debating because her mom might give her like a really. What in Brazil is a very unique name. Obviously in America, it's a very common name. Yeah. She said it was a debate between Iago and Kelly. I was like, how fake. did you not go with Iago? That's I was way like, better. The villain from the Shakespearean play. So much was better. Probably one of the most so evil characters better. ever. Also the parent in Aladdin. I was like, you dodged a bullet. Thank goodness you got Kelly and not Iago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Oh. Uh, Lojax asked about the Hobby Box 2. Uh yes, we are currently working on that. Um we'll have more about that probably next month.
0: Yeah, the Hobby Box 2 is going to be really exciting. Uh we can spill the beans a little bit. Mm-hmm. Creature Caster is uh committed to uh, uh one of their brand new really cool miniatures. Yep. In it. So that's exciting. Woop woop. Uh Macbeth was was says so Red Monkus. Anybody like Shakespeare? I'm going to throw this out there. Uh-oh. Uh I just watched, I guess not just like a couple months ago. Uh I watched the Macbeth um Is it Macbeth? Am I getting myself confused? No, it is Macbeth. Uh, The 2015 version with
1: uh, Michael
0: Fassbender. Holy cow, is it good. Like phenomenal, phenomenal film. I 100% recommend it if you like Shakespeare. Um, I can't recommend it enough. It's so flipping good. Gosh, this is good. I'm going to watch it again, actually. Give right, myself high time. Talked himself it. up! Well, Fassbender is one of the best actors of our generation, and yeah. Macbeth is an amazing story. Gosh, it's good. I super recommend it. Uh, blah, blah, love my hobby box, says Harkins Aquatics. Lojax, yeah, a couple people did reviews of the first hobby box. Um, yeah,
1: John Feerhelm did. I forgot what it, what's our podcast?
0: I can't remember which. You ate he, hot
1: peppers on it.
0: Oh, that one's called, called. like, hot takes or something like that. Something like that.
1: Yeah. Anyways, he did a review.
0: Yeah. Uh, Pajama <laughs> Pants, what's up, dude? How you doing? Uh, I Hope you're doing well, buddy. Yeah. Uh, ben Schmoller says he's got to watch uh, Macbeth where it was in the fast food restaurant. I uh, don't know, that one. Don't know <laughs> I don't, that one. I don't know what's going on. You know another one? It's a classic. I think most people have seen it by now. It is the old, old one that was uh, Claire Danes and Leonardo DiCaprio from the 90s. Romeo and Juliet. Magnificent. Oh my gosh. Have you have you seen it? No. Oh they did like a weird kind of alternate reality oh, modern take on it. It's so good. So they have like pistols and stuff instead of uh cutlasses. It's magnificent. What was it was so, there
1: uh evil dead like
0: oh, I forgot. In your phase is the podcast. Oh, no. Thank you, Ben. There you Couldn't go. remember it. Yeah, that was it. Couldn't remember it. Oh, Steelhead Hunter doesn't like that version of Romeo and Juliet. If I'm dead to you, well, you're dead to me. Bruh. There you go, bruh. That was a great movie. I loved get it. Out. I'm gonna watch that again too. I'm gonna do a Shakespeare weekend.
1: Oh man, turn the it, lights off. Yeah, a nice. Light a candle. <laughs> nice red wine, you know.
0: Have my cat and me watching Shakespeare <laughs> together. Gonna, my cats, excuse me. Uh, will the secondhand shop take unbuilt kits? asks Michael Christopherson. Or yes. partially built, but have all the pieces? Yep, yeah, we will. Definitely. Fire in a quote request over to uh, the second-hand shop, and Pablo will get you taken care of. Boom. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals from the Frontline, episode 719. We're a venerable dreadnought at this point. Just keep on trucking. It's like Bjorn the Fell-Handed.
1: There you go. I
0: was there when the Emperor was not on his golden throne.
1: You were, actually.
0: Yeah. I love you, too, even though you had bad taste. (laughs) Thanks for joining us, everybody, and making the show interesting and fun. It's always a blast to talk to everybody. Hope you have a great weekend, and we will talk to you all again next week.